I'm going to celebrate you, Nanner News. With I just a fucking beer. get in slot, okay? That's the one solitary clap you get, you greasy bitch. Great. It's the news. Uh, Today we're so going to talk much. about news and stuff. I love news. I love stuff. Some new friends have come to play. Uh-uh. Some old friends that we've really tried hard to get rid of have come back again. Mm. They never leave. Nope. And so that's going to bring us to our... So we're going to start by talking about GameStop <gasps> and Robinhood. And for those of you that didn't know, uh, short sellers... Um, be damned. Oh, no. As a squeeze, got Be GameStop up to like $450 a share. 483 is what it topped out at. One guy, the rate was it Raging Kitty. No. His name was? No. Yes, technically. He goes, oh, was it? It, de- it? Depending on what platform. It's Raging YouTube. Kitty on YouTube and then yep. Deep Fucking Value on Raging Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, they were all brought to court. Uh, so Raging Kitty, <laughs> Vlad Tenev... <laughs> We're brought and to deep fucking value. No, Raging Kitty is, is deep, deep fucking value. I know. Deep fucking value made his appearance. And we're going to. And uh, thank you, Mr. Tenner. We're now going to move over to deep fucking value. Tell <laughs> us. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you prefer Raging Kitty or. Uh, Mr. Oh, fucking fine. value? Mr. Right. Fucking value. <laughs> Mr. Kitty, would you please. Um, so they went to Congress so that Congress could be like, what happened? Which is concerning that Congress doesn't understand how something like this happens. Congress doesn't Because it's shit. just pure economics. I mean, this is something like short selling this and is squeezing. Basic. Is basic, basic economics. But their main arguments were essentially, should your regular day trader, everyday user, be able to do something like this? And it's, again, it's not that one person was able to do it. It's that one person got millions of people behind him to do it, which is why it's not something that happens very often. And in fact, Vlad Tenev said it was like a one in 23,000 chance that something like that happens. Mm-hmm. But Vlad also said, you know, we shut down the trading on those specific apps when they stopped the trading on GameStop and AMC and things like that because they needed to make sure they had enough money to cover any losses. That's what they kept saying. Which the day after he said wasn't the case. And right. when he was grilled, they were, they were like, do you have liquidity issues? He's like, no, 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 we're fine. And then in Congress, he was like, yeah, we didn't have enough money to right. cover it. And then the next day they got. They were like, no, we're good. Capital, you yeah. know, um, to cover it. But so it's it's. Ultimately, not a lot came out of the hearings. Uh, Vlad looked awful. Yeah. Um, the hair just wasn't working. But, um, <laughs> sorry, it was a one in 3.5 million chance of something like that happening. They call it a black swan event. Um, what a fancy name. Yeah. <laughs> so, essentially, it's just something where Congress was trying to find out what happened, and uh, it happened again today. Yeah, all days. it happened again a little bit. So it's not it's not going to it's not going to stop happening. It's a free market. If people want to get together and do something like that, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Congress should just go take a, an economics class. Yeah. Or a stock market class and figure out what's going on there. And then if they want to make changes, change it. But don't talk to Raging Kitty. Raging. <laughs> Raging Kitty. Kitty. Deep fucking deep value. Fucking value the same person. And Vlad Tenev to figure out what's going on after the fact. I just love the fact they asked. I'm not sure if it was part of the hearing, but it's definitely part of an interview. They asked uh, Mr. Kitty, uh, like, are, do, do you think this is a good stock to invest in? And he's like, for me personally, I invest He was very heavily, clear about that. I, I invest very aggressively. This is a very risky stock. So for me personally, 
And he's like, I like the stock. And Reddit exploded. Yeah, they loved it. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Freaking <laughs> hyper explosive stocks over there with Reddit. And this is oh, jumping Wall ahead Street to the stock that we we jumped ahead on it before. We've talked about it before. Is is what? Set that one up pretty decent. <laughs> what? Segway. No, I'm not segwaying. No, I know he you're was. not. <laughs> I was. Oh, were you really? I he, was trying. He had oh. a good one. Hyper explosive buying in the market. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, be careful. Don't don't go onto the hype train. You know, you oh. you know, if if you overdo it, you'll be like my ex who was a Red Bull addict. She was a hyper ex. <laughs> hey, hey, great. Quick input. Uh, quick input. Yes. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so to the next headline. Anyway. Yeah. Let's just let's just ruin both of our seg both yes. of your segues and let's just get into the yeah, thing. We're just gonna we're just gonna get into it. HP is buying HyperX. Now for more acquisitions. Yes, it's that seems to be a running trend these days. Now, those of you who don't know what HyperX is, they are the gaming development division of Kingston, which makes a lot of computer components as well as associated peripherals, keyboards, mice, microphones, headsets, etc. And not half bad. Exactly. They're pretty decent. So HP is buying HyperX, not Kingston itself. They wanted to make that very clear. Kingston is still maintaining the rights to uh, their solid state drives, the the flash and the DRAM stuff that they offer, you know, all of the RAM capabilities. But they are buying the gaming peripheral development side of things because they're looking to get into creating more peripheral focused items to kind of leverage that area of the market is what they were talking about in the article. What's HP's current biggest? Is it still, is it just printers? Oh, uh, they have their Omen brand. Yeah, they have the. Oh, yeah, they do. Right, that's yep. them. Okay. Which is, I was like, what I have they been doing? A, that's an Intel uh, architecture design. Ah, yes, they, that's they, what like, Intel's doing. A, they're partnering with HP. Yeah, one of the Great. things that they're doing. <laughs> Good job. Don't quote me on that. Was Compact sure. not available? <laughs> Probably not. Okay. No. Gateway's coming back, though. Yeah, that's Gateway's fine. coming back. Bring so. back the cow box, people. <laughs> they did. I'm not kidding. Gateway is back. Did they really? Yes. Okay, that's for next week. Yeah, we're going to do a deep dive just on the cow box. So. But yeah, HP is just looking to get into the peripheral market. Seemed like a pretty solid buy on their side. So we'll, four hundred twenty-five million. Yeah, just you know, pocket change for them. So we'll yeah. s we'll see what ends up happening. Yeah, with hopefully that. that gives their their stock a lift. Mm. You're, you're just phoning it in at this point. <laughs> oh, two uh, good ones. Two damn, good ones. way to call me out on that one. Oh, That's I should just book it. <laughs> Follow up on my previous statement. Uh, boo. <laughs> uh, so yes, Lyft is going to start allowing bookings for rides via a phone call which i love i do think that's pretty what? solid so there are taxi service now yeah so it, it it there's interesting bits toward it so it's generally geared toward people who may not have a smartphone or uh, the ability to call an app or call a ride via lyft itself uber tested something like this out some months ago as mm -hmm. well um they're available from 8 a.m to 8 p.m monday through friday Right. Your phone needs to have texting capabilities because they're going to text you the updates. Fair. Uh, wheelchair access is not wheelchair accessible vehicles are not available at this time. Okay. Uh, drivers are not expected to help you in or out of the vehicle as this is a service mostly uh, aimed toward the elderly. Okay. Um, so, wait, it's aimed toward the elderly and generally. Then they're not going to be helping them in and out. Correct. I can't imagine some 90 year old grandma's calling Lyft, but right. So but I, someone with them might be there to help them in. And out. True. true yeah. But like, I don't understand why Lyft at that point, why use Lyft for well, it? Well, 
Lyft is one of the, it's, so it's not your standard taxi service where you can operate as a Lyft driver across all 50 states. I that, think. I don't think they have any sort of limitations as far as their coverage. It's just if there's a Lyft driver in your area. That's true, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm torn because it's cool that Lyft is doing it, but I'm confused as to who it's for or why. Because I, is there a need for Lyft to do this for the people who need rides? Are those people who need this service? Is there is there a need to fill? Are they not just calling local cab companies or or having rides elsewhere? Like, I mean, that's so a good when, point. So, so when you look at it um, across five major cities, uh, Lyft and Uber tend to be thirty to fifty five percent cheaper than taxi cabs. Which in is those correct major, in yeah. Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Los Angeles, and New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, in New York they're roughly the same, and the other four they're much cheaper. The problem is their market saturated. I mean, they're they're just they're saturated with the, with the age group, and they got to find a way to expand. My I like the idea. I don't like the fact that there's nothing going on with it in terms of helping or that kind of. In That's terms what of I like, mean. If like, you're gonna really hit that market, do something. Provide the services, right? Yeah. Um. It's something where I can see, you know, like old, even like my my stepdad would never touch a smartphone. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, drunk at a bar one night, give Lyft a call, that kind of thing. Or the bartender's like, hey, let me call you a Lyft as opposed to getting on his phone, scheduling one, going in, paying it. They can just call and that kind of thing. Yeah. So there are certain things of that. I see advantages to it, but it looks like they didn't think this out enough to cover all the possible options for all the people that they're going to service. Because if you're going to help the elderly, provide handicap service, mm-hmm. have trucks that are wheelchair accessible, have mm-hmm. or, or vans, that kind of stuff. So maybe it'll get there in the future, but it, if it's not there yet get there and then release it. Right, it just seems half-baked right now. Yeah, it's a problem that you see a lot where these these companies are trying to expand their revenue streams where they're trying to just branch out to different areas to generate growth. And it's a it's an area where they think it could be profitable, but they don't want to throw a whole lot of of chips behind it. And because of that, you get this idea that's half-baked and not as well threshed out as it needs to be in order to actually be a successful and viable revenue stream. So yeah. hopefully they realize that this could be something to to grow on and and not screw up horribly. Yeah, I, I think it would have benefited from a, uh, a pretty solid delay. For sure. I mm. can... Probably yeah. think of something else that would have benefited from a solid well, delay. some things that probably aren't benefiting from more and more fucking delays. True. We cannot get away from talking about CDPR. But it's so it's, juicy. It's oh like my four God. weeks in a row now we've had to bring them up. So I think probably, I think, have we brought them up every episode this year? <laughs> since probably. since probably. Cyberpunk came out, probably. Um, but it's, it's gone from hope to uh-oh. It's gone to, from, oh no, to from hope please make it stop, to, to pure excitement to just awful abomination. It's just like watching the blue angels like, oh, that's pretty. Oh, they're doing a barrel roll. <gasps> they're smoking. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's getting back up. Other wing. <laughs> like, it's so, just not going well for them. So we mentioned last week that, or week before, that CDPR had been hacked and mm-hmm. their source code had been taken ransom. And mm-hmm. sold. Uh, allegedly. Supposedly allegedly it was sold, sold on the we, black we market. We don't know if it was actually it sold. It was nothing confirmed. Uh, I believe Gwent is confirmed to be making the rounds, but whoopty fuck. Yeah, yeah it's um, a mobile card enjoy. game. But... So after that, CDPR claims that their their devs were locked out of their computers for two weeks, which is probably true. It, it yep. very well could be. Um, so they're pushing back their patch by four weeks, mm. 
which sounds to me like it wasn't going to be done anyway. Probably not. And this is a convenient yeah. excuse. Weird, you're locked out for two weeks, but you need four weeks? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Now, unless some of that data was corrupted or taken, you know, where they, they didn't specify, that. though. That's the thing. But they we just don't know said, about it. we're pushing it back four weeks. It doesn't matter, though, because no matter any kind of negative news is just going to be compounded yeah. when it comes to CDPR yeah. and this game. So with the when the original hack happened, it was confirmed that they had uh, the hacker did encrypt some of their drives. On their servers, right. yeah. Their even servers the hacker, had been corrupted. Right. Even the hacker, in their note that they left, they said, probably won't do much. You yeah, you'll probably have, be able to get by it. You probably so. have back. No, he'd probably have backups. Oh, that, they said they that's did. right. I remember that, yeah. But do you not back up your shit for two weeks at a time? Maybe. Like, that seems like a yeah. nightly thing you'd run. I, if not nightly, at least weekly. I can't wait until, very they a, least weekly. until they make a movie about this with Leonardo DiCaprio as the head of CDPR. <laughs> oh, that, I don't, uh, but, so now... The Wolf but, of Poland. But I guess the uh, initially back on a call, so when they announced they were going to have the patches, one in January, one in February, then they had a call, an investor call in January, and then he said that, oh, we'd ha- we'll have it in the coming weeks, and he was much less forthcoming about a release date for this patch. They weren't going to have it ready anyway. This is a convenient thing. I'm, it's just an excuse for them to push it back more. I'm, I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat and say I'm not convinced this wasn't staged. Like in-house brewed up. Oh, you mean if CDPR staged the hack? Just to like to get buy some, themselves so, more time? And get some sympathy out of it? Yeah. I, like, we're a victim now. So I, I have a hunch. It could have been. And it's just a hunch. I have no It's have me no putting on my tinfoil <laughs> hat as well. I don't believe that CDPR was involved in the hack. But phishing emails hit major corporations. All the fucking time. Right. I bet somebody relatively high up made the decision to click on one of those links and just let what happened happened. And their PR team is probably, at the very least, their PR team is running with it going, yo, blame this and just go. Right. I mean, to be fair, for a brief moment until they started, okay, we got our stuff back. We got to push things out. Until that happened, there was a slightly positive swing to their stories. They got Almost. hacked just, just for a brief moment. It was very positive for them. It's like, okay, you're trying. Shit broke. Wasn't your fault. Here we are. You clearly I, weren't going to make the deadlines, and you're not. The the thing with you, they're just not being upfront and honest. I I just love the fact. Yeah, the and they're like, well, we we got locked out for two weeks. Now we need four weeks. Like, wait, this wasn't like done already. Right. This what? was supposed to come out like this <laughs> you week. Weren't, you weren't testing it. Like, what the fuck? Right. You guys like stop setting deadlines but they can't because no one's gonna buy the game if they don't set deadlines i know i have also never seen a drop-off in conversation about something the the most aggressive drop-off in just kind of pop culture discussion Mm. it's this and then game of thrones yeah no one has talked about it was done yeah no one's talking about cyberpunk anymore no it's true and it's it's criminal it's criminal what's happening it's downright that's dog awful. Yeah, it it, it sure is. is that gonna, word, but along the way, of cyberpunk. I'm not going to take my law. Absolutely of not. <laughs> we know we were building off of it. Yeah, we, no, no. I mean, he it. was. <laughs> but, <laughs> we're we're building with Legos. You're bringing Duplo to the whole thing. Right. It's not. A I good time. tell you what. I was going to say. Well, on a in a in a case of cyberpunk, actually, with a you know touch on reality here for a moment. The uh, the New York Police Department is employing and utilizing the Boston Dynamics robot dog. He's been called Spot. You guys have seen the videos. You know what it is. He's best at being kicked. He <laughs> sure is, and he gets up so fast, and he can open doors. 
But so the New York Police Department has deployed the dog to a crime scene. There's some videos floating around on the internet, and there was a spokesperson that came out just saying that the the robot dog in quotation marks. I don't even know what you would call it. It's just a robot at that mm-hmm. point, really. But it's currently going through a test phase. They've utilized it before on a couple other crime scenes going back to October 2020. Yeah, in so October, this, some guy accidentally shot somebody in a parking lot in the yep. head. Uh, barricaded themselves in a building. They used the yellow version of Spot. This is the blue. Mm-hmm. The yellow version of Spot to go into the building to see if he's still there. Uh, and he got arrested. Mm-hmm. And they never came out and said if the dog helped. So <laughs> yep. they I mean, never said. Basically. So this time it was for a home invasion. They sent him out. And there was a, just the video on the sidewalk being like, that thing's creepy. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> it sure is. You ever seen the human one? That's creepy. Yeah. I mean, they're both kind of weird when you think about it. But it's it's just interesting that... The police department's exploring different ways to... It's really cool. Yeah, it to to take the human element out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, there's a lot of bad things that happen when you're in that line of work, so taking the human element out is uh, probably a good thing. Yep. So. I, just, I just imagine it from whoever's point of view in these barricaded situations. Just... <laughs> you just see, the fuck is that thing? <laughs> and just turns. Fucking, the oh dog. Jesus! Oh no! <laughs> That'd be fucking terrifying. Stand down. <laughs> just be like arch- the Terminator for real. It arches and just shoots a pepper spray. Just a it pepper just comes spray. in. It's just like, hi, <laughs> are you barricaded? <laughs> I'm used to that. Why don't you surrender? Right. This wall is neat. It just climbs up and over. Yeah. It just walks through it. <laughs> Bang. That tickles. <laughs> Prepare to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. So I think that's, that's uh, it's a really interesting concept. It's going to be interesting to see uh, where it goes. Um, and uh, the Valheim. Yeah, I was just waiting to see how you were going to spin that one, Greg. I ran out of steam, I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh, Oh, speaking of steam. Nope, don't be that excited. (laughs) So Valheim, if anybody here doesn't know what it is, I know the two of you in front of me know what it is. Sure do. We've been playing the shit out Uh, of it. Too much. The game is delightful. It has been out at the time of recording. I think it's been out for two and a half weeks. In in early access. It's in early access right now, but mm-hmm. the game is just fucking delightful, and it's set in all, kind of re- uh, all kinds of records right now. As of this morning, which is the 24th of February, the game hit 4 million downloads and purchases. <sighs> Currently. Which is wild. At it had, had 300,000 players today, this morning when I went on it. There are 297,000 currently. Mm-hmm. The peak was 384,000 today. In today, yes. They have hit, on the 21st of February, they claimed the number five <clears throat> spot for most concurrent players on Steam history mm-hmm. at 500,000. For a game that's not even technically released. But now they've yeah. got so much money, mm-hmm. I hope they use it They've They've well. already said they're expanding. Because the yeah. game is only $20. You know, yep, it's, it's not. It's one hundred percent worth every penny. There's very few bugs in the game that I've seen. Most of the bugs I've ever noticed were just in logging on. Like we had an issue today with getting on, and yeah. that's that's really it. Yeah, um, and they've done a lot to fix the servers because that was a big complaint early on, and they released a bunch of hot fixes. But that, real that's quick. forgivable because I don't think they anticipated how many people would be using it. Right. I mean, so, that's right. so quick little pop quiz. Greg got two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had to guess, how many people do you think made this game? Four, five. Yeah, five yeah. people made this game. Five people, unbelievable, and I don't know if you've seen. Do you? What would you guess the file size of this game is? In terms of like the down the download, the, da- the, data, the actual the, the like when you buy it on Steam and install it, uh, one hundred eighty megs, a gig. It's really not a whole lot. 
Great. For, I for, really undershot that yeah, one. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah. Both but times, really. The whole game yeah, well, when you look at something like, you know, GTA V, which is... Hundreds. Hundreds. Hundreds of gigs. Yep. For I, one gig. And and it looks, again, the graphics aren't spectacular. It's a low res, but, but I think it's low res on purpose. Yeah, oh, but yeah. it puts a nice twist on survival games. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a lot of the good <laughs> things about survival games that you really like, and it removes a lot of the bad stuff, it in my opinion. fun. <laughs> yeah, it's way fun. The building aspect is fantastic. Yeah, the construction is some of the best. Very, somewhere. very user-friendly. It's it, it needs to expand. There needs to be a little bit more to it. But mm-hmm. as far as actually doing it, I like the way it's done. But it also, yeah. as you expand, you you need more people. Absolutely. I mean, it'd be, it'd be, you, you need people to mine, people to build, people to hunt. You know, if you had people doing it all at once, you could really knock out a lot of stuff. Like oh, for yeah. us doing what we've done has taken, you know, combined, so you know, 100 hours. So I have Minimum. like I have like 70 hours in that game. I'm at like 40 or 50. Yeah, okay, I'm at like 30. It's absurd how much time I have so in that game. that's the whole reason they have the inventory system the way it is. They encourage going back to communal chests, working with people, yep. transition stuff over. Yep. Could which, work a little better, but. Which we've we've been doing so far, and it's it's working out pretty well. I'm enjoying it. The metal aspect is annoying, but you know, I don't want them to change that though because so, it encourages other modes of transportation, but that's a nitty gritty part. Yeah, some of the best sailing since Sea of Thieves. Yep. Yeah. The price is cheap and not the experience, but something else that is cheap and we're not sure about the experience is T-Mobile's new unlimited home internet for $50 a month. Oh, hmm. um, how unlimited? Is, we'll see. Okay. So <laughs> I went through a couple people who had reviewed it um, and I liked this one the best, but essentially it's, it's $50 a month. Mm-hmm. And that's for equipment, taxes, and fees included, mm-hmm. $50 a month, which is okay. great. That's pretty solid. Um, and it's slowly rolling out. It's in a pilot phase right now, so it's in, in the big metro areas, that kind of thing. All right. Uh, so apparently, it's pretty easy to set up. You ca- you go online and check if you're available. It doesn't cost you anything to call and get your um, modem delivered. It takes two to three weeks to come in. Uh, but it's a little cylindrical tower and has the 2.4 and the 5 gigahertz band. So is it using cellular data or is it like an actual like legit internet connection? It's using, it, it sounds like it's using cellular data. It's using yeah, I, T-Mobile's network. I would okay. imagine it would have to because I don't think T-Mobile has any sort of... I believe it's probably using their 5G network. It has to be. Yeah, at that point. Mm-hmm. It's probably why it's only in the big metro areas right now. Yep, and then the app, the home internet app guides you oh. through the whole setup process. The problem was is that at this point, what happened was they were having an issue connecting and then they restarted the gateway, which is a whole issue because it lost all the setup settings as though they did a hard reset and they had to repeat the entire setup process. Um, after, so the hardware is a little finicky right now. Right. After a few days, they got it figured out um, and there was there was not really any real issues. Um, the numbers from speed test... Um, showed that it was all over the place. That's so what I would expect from a cellular data connection. Over though. the course of the testing, they they had speeds as high as, you know, 145 download, 80 upload, well, but also got as low as 15 and 8. Yeah. Even though it said it had a really good connection. I'm I'm sure that's probably you could probably correlate that with peak times as well. I bet that yeah. affects it a yeah, lot. Yeah, so they looked at the average and the average was like 35 and 9. Which I mean, Isn't, depending on what you need, that's not terrible. Truthfully, yeah, that's they an said okay they streamed, you know, 4K video, participated in Zoom meetings, downloaded big games. Um, they haven't done multiplayer gaming, um, and so they that's sort of not their wheelhouse. Um, and then they moved the then they moved it to different parts of the house and relocated it, and 
they had a real bump when they moved to their second story window. They had download speeds in the mid sixties and uploads that were as high or higher. Um, and so they moved to their mother-in-law's farmhouse where cable internet isn't available. Mm. And they had one twenty six and nine. Wow. So there are huge disparities. So it really depends, you know, if you can, if you're within that direct site or yeah. ability of a 5g tower, um, it's not a hundred percent, but it sounds like since it's in that early rollout, it could be a viable option. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, that's kind of what, what you get with when it comes to cellular database internet is it is, it tends to be kind of unreliable as far as speeds, but it is literally everywhere. But that's more, that's better than others that I've seen. The part I'm bummed about is that it, it I guess it can be powered off of a battery pack. But it only does that to receive a signal. It disables the Wi-Fi and the Ethernet. So you just basically do that to carry it around, see where the best signal is, which is cool in and of itself. Mm. But could be more useful. It's ooh, it's so yeah. close. Like if you have a power outage, like you, at yeah, that I'd point, run internet off a battery. Right. If you have, if you're in a position where you need something kind of on a uh, on a backup, stashing that in the closet until a power outage hits. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be life saving. Right. It yeah, only like, costs you fifty bucks a month. That's not for for peace of mind. You know, you're gonna have internet if you need it. A reserve battery, uh, reserve internet backup. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. that would be dope. It, yeah, that would make life good. Yes, yes, it would. Mm-hmm. It's life, only good. life good. I just want I, you no, to Greg, know. that's too many words. I think we need to shorten that down with just some letters. Uh, LG. I just want you guys to know I threw everywhere out there earlier pretty aggressively, and neither one of you picked up on it. Yeah, because that's just a word and not the brand. Like, life is good. Yeah, that's the brand. <laughs> okay, we, uh, we, we just got a web of confusion here. Like we should clear it out. Operating systems. Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so <laughs> We got them all. LG has their... Check off the bingo box. LG's been doing their web OS for a long time, and no one's cared. I don't uh, care. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. The it? uh mm-hmm. it's it's uh most I think they had it in a lot of things if I believe but mostly in their TVs. Like pretty predominantly in their TVs. All right. Um it's basically just kind of like their version of a smart TV you have mm-hmm. the, the their software. operating system. Yep. Uh now they're actually licensing that out to TVs that aren't LG TVs. Mm. Um <laughs> the list of participating hardware manufacturers is underwhelming. It is two. Uh, oh, who's the first one? Uh RCA. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, Polaroid's on good. there. Wow. Too. What? Uh, and Hyundai. <laughs> the car manufacturer? Sure. Oh. Iowa. Uh, yeah. Konka. Don't know that. That's no, not I don't know name. half of these. Um, I don't think you can get them in the U.S. So, no. Uh, we, well, probably. Truthfully. So, some of them you probably can. Or knockoff get, brands. Like they're, uh, so, they have the Netflix Prime Video on YouTube. That doesn't. That's the obvious choice because, I mean, they're just like, hey, pay us money. We'll back whatever you're putting yeah um but i i'm not mad at it um part of me kind of hopes they partner with slightly better they're not going to partner with samsung samsung has their own intel pretty aggressive thing in intel why would they partner with i don't intel? know intel's partnering with yeah, they partner with they're like please uh, take us um <laughs> we need you to buy our cpu there's gonna make to be fair they make a cpu like if they put an intel cpu in these tvs which they might already um i should probably have arm processors but I don't know. It's it's not bad if they can expand it to more to get a good operating system on more well, TVs. True. When we talked a couple months ago about LG getting out of the phone business, yeah, we were like, where where are they going to go? We were said we TVs. expecting smart TVs? We weren't. Ex- I wasn't expecting software. I wasn't expecting them to you know take their proprietary software and hawk it off to other people. In my experience, it's a good money maker though. If it's quality operating, if they're system, licensing it, it's yeah. not yeah. going to be 
Because oh, in, good. My, in my experience, hardware manufacturers make garbage, garbage software and vice versa. Yeah. It's why Sony's really good at making the PlayStation. Their UI has it been trash. trash for years. So trash. Uh, and it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. But what about Microsoft? What about Microsoft? They make hardware. And no, kind of, they made the Xbox, but they predominantly did software for a very long time. Right, that's fair. But the Xbox is looking pretty nice. True, true. Mm-hmm. But I mean, because Microsoft had, because name me hardware that's not their Surface line, which has been around for what five, six years, uh, and the Xbox I, a little I bit can't. longer. Right. They're, they when they made the Surface laptop, they're like, all right, fuck you guys. Here's how you make a goddamn laptop, and they killed it. They did, yeah, because they knew they had literally no fallout <laughs> so this, from that. No, no, please take your time. Yep. Took yep. a segue. I, I don't feel bad. Mm. Should. We, right, we should have we should, we should have a delicious long chat about this. Yeah, let's have a DLC about it. Yep. Uh so there might be there so the Bethesda and Microsoft deal could be in jeopardy. Um <gasps> Wait, be, already? Yeah, because of a lawsuit that's uh pending against Bethesda. So Is it the Go ahead. When Bethesda came out with Fallout 4, Mm -hmm. it was huge, and they said your season pass gets you the lifetime DLC access. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then after that, they came out with the Creation Club. Right. People hated. Hated. Very, very. Hey, pay for mods. Right. Pay for mods that were free. Here's your mods. Here's your skins, that kind of thing. And people were like, isn't that technically downloadable content? Yeah. And one 19-year-old said... I'm going to sue your ass. And he did it. And he did. So, because the, the thing is, the argument is, if the Creation Club is there, and that's the only thing you've released so far, it's mm-hmm. been three years. Yep. It's the only DLC besides four. Nuka World and the robot one. Right. They did, they did three or four DLCs for like the like two. It, well, it was, it was Nuka World and then the robotics or whatever the, f- I forget what the hell it was called. But the, so those were the two major ones. If any, they might've had some smaller things. They had, uh, they had automatron wasteland workshop, one. far Harbor, the contraptions workshop, the vault tech workshop and Nuka world. Mm-hmm. I believe automatron far Harbor and Nuka world were the only like paid expansions. Gotcha. Well, no, no, like the, I guess the only like expansions, the wasteland workshop, the contractions workshop and vault tech workshop, I believe just gave more things to create. And yeah. Build and it stuff just, like that. yeah. It just, yeah. It in, just improved what you could build in the so game. So they're being charged with breach of contract, unjust enrichment, promissory estoppel, breaking a promise, essentially yeah. deceit, fraud, fraudulent concealment, negligent misrepresentation, tort arising out of a breach of contract, breach of express warranty, violation of Maryland's consumer protection act. Jesus. Fuck. Because, they they not only did they come out with Creation Club and charge people, but they also increased the price of the DLC after it got so popular to fifty dollars. So it was yep. like thirty, I think. When it, it was started. yeah, it was standard it went up to fifty. Yeah, it was 50. standard wow. DLC price when it originally hit shelves, and people loved it. And so the big problem with this is that they could go to trial in twenty twenty two, and given the number of players owed money is somewhere around four million people could have actual damages in the area of 1.1 billion but if they have punitive damages it could go up to as much as 10 billion meaning is microsoft going to want to acquire a company that, that just got nailed with a 10 billion dollar no no <laughs> if they get nailed but they they will if it if it's going to go to court and they're going to end up 
having a lengthy court case where it could not go in their favor, they will just settle out of out of court. Right? Do we yeah. just do we Absolutely. just think Papa Balmer slides in and goes, "Hey, Zenimax, <laughs> we know yeah, you're basically. having trouble. Well, come hey, here. We'll, we'll keep hey you warm, baby. baby. We'll keep yeah. you come on. That's it's they're they're just gonna settle with the 19 year old kid. He's gonna have the biggest yep. payday of his life. Well, that was Bethesda being like, "Hey, let's get into skins. Look what it did for you know." Uh, Fortnite and League of Legends just, and blah, 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 blah. Hey, didn't we learn from that horse armor thing? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? No, we blacked out that whole... So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll wait to see what happens and see. I, I doubt it will jeopardize the deal because Microsoft will come in and be like, the, the pros how do we are take so kids? Right? Xbox One's for everybody. <laughs> and the everybody judge is like, an okay. Xbox One. Right. Um, that's that. So those are our headlines for the week. We've gone over so many things and so many things... Thank you, Greg. So many things and so many stuff. I'm sorry, so I'm drunk, things. which leads us to our weird news of the week. Weird news. Yes, and our first news comes out of a home with a really nasty looking case of the drunk robotsies. Mm. So iRobot uh, has confirmed that a recent software update has caused some of its i7 and S9 robots to have some issues. Meaning that the 3.12.8 firmware has caused navigation issues, causing the robot to act sort of drunk, spinning around itself just for hours, or bumping into things, cleaning in strange patterns, getting stuck in empty areas, or not getting into the home dock. Oh, A, a, a user posted a video of the Roomba. It was a 14-second just sort of time-lapse. After 15 minutes, the Roomba got close to the dock, but then just kind of kept spinning and then died because it couldn't get back to the home base to recharge. Oh, I'm sorry. Is your NPC having pathing issues? Right. It's, oh. it's a glitch in the matrix. And so yeah. what happens is that they said that they're going to be fixing it, but it could take two to three weeks, if not longer. Which means they don't know why it's broken. Exactly. They have no idea what happened. Um, and some people have said that it's just not working at all. And so iRobot has been working with some of the affected customers to roll back the update, but some are still experiencing the issue. So after mm. the update, even after rolling it back, it's still having it, issues. It was probably a firmware thing. Right. So they're going to have to wait for the new software update to roll out for it to start working again. Man, the future's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we like, got sorry. robot police dogs and Roombas that are drunk. The sorry. video's so funny. Sorry the house <laughs> is a good. mess. My robot's drunk. <laughs> you go to Reddit if you go to our Roomba. Oh, it's good stuff. Oh, God. That's where you can see it. Yeah. So that's my weird news. Oh, man. Well, that is weird news. Yep. Well, speaking of segues, boy, do I not have one. I was going to say, if you had a drunk robot in your house, make it a little jumpy. Ooh, yeah. It would be a little yeah. jumpy, wouldn't it, Tyler? It'd fly uh, away. Mm, that one was not so good. Frog. <laughs> you ever uh, heard of an old game? Frogger. There you go. He's coming back. Kinda. In real life. Yes. <gasps> really? IRL. It's, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be awful. It's gonna be a game show. Do I get to run through traffic? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. do. <laughs> yep. Exclusively. Greg, right no one, now. No one is stopping you from doing that. But now I get money for it. You, well, if, mm, well mm, once. Yeah, one time. <laughs> After um, you finish. So Frogger is apparently being turned into a game show streaming on Peacock. Um, Greg, how long would you say you'd like to watch a game show for? It really depends. If this is like a most extreme elimination where it's like... Would you watch it for an hour? Uh, No, half an hour. Cool. It's an hour long. Yeah, it's an hour long. <laughs> a I don't, frogger. I, that, was the pro that was the problem with that mini golf one. It was a freaking hour long and it was just too long. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that the one hosted by Rob Riggle? Yeah. And like it's... If you have Rob Riggle as a host and you fail somewhere... Wait, there was a mini golf show on... 
Oh, that's why I hate game shows. Not because I don't even know hours. what the fuck you're talking about. This, this, this looks like an obstacle course show. So it's like, yeah, great. I'd, I'd take that at a half an hour. That's what MXE was so good about. It was if it's half an not hour funny. fucking Wipeout or something like the uh, the old Japanese uh, game show where everybody got eliminated at the very end because nobody ever won that fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, most extreme elimination. That's the one. It was great. But that's a half hour long. <laughs> right. But like, I, I, they, it's still very, very early. They say that... Uh, the winner is going to win a huge cash prize. They don't say what that is. $10,000. Um, that doesn't seem or worth Or your it. hospital bills. Uh, Whichever is greater. It's going to be in Australia. Oh, that which means sense. that they're probably well, going to die on the course. Yeah, so they probably have looser liability issues. That too, yeah. Right, you want to hop over a hippo? All right, that's fine. Do we have to pay any insurance? <laughs> right. Insurance? No, we got live hippos. Go ahead, do it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Hop over here, cool, cool. Yeah, that's how you just get into. The, it has nothing to do with the show. It's how you yeah. get into the yeah. middle of the you know, that's, just to, just to go watch. I'll it. have a hot knife nearby, so if you get any kind of cut, we'll just cauterize it. That's not a knife. Uh, this that's is what happens when you take right. Google away from Australia for like twenty minutes. <laughs> they just start making Frogger into frogger. shows. <laughs> We're making Frogger. <laughs> Quick, run across traffic. <laughs> that's great. I mean, I, I hope it's an uplifting game show for Peacock and not the anchor that sinks it. Yeah. Speaking of Anchor, <laughs> so Anchor, being you guys know who Anchor is, right? Sure, the, yeah. They they make a lot of, uh, they make some peripherals. Yeah, some peripherals. Some they make cheap, battery packs, cheap, things like cheap, that. Cheap stuff. Cheaper, uh, cheaper items. Sorry, inexpensive stuff. Inexpensive is a better word because they're not exactly cheap, but they're cheaper than like name brand. Well, Anchor yeah, they're not, brand, like, but like, they're not like, they're, they're the target. Bad. They're the target of the brands. Right. They're not they're, the Walmart. Yeah, they're so, not bad quality. They're just inexpensive. Right. So what Anchor has done is they have completely one-upped Apple and is, I hope to God, Apple gets screwed in this deal because what mm. Anchor has, they're not going to, I know, but what Anchor has done is they have created a MagSafe battery pack for the for iPhone iPhones? 12. Yes. And it's not... Fuck you, for Apple. the iPhone 12, but it is designed to work with all of their models. Um, as of right now, the only model, because it, it is a 5,000 milliamp hour battery for mm -hmm. the pack. As of right now, the only iPhone 12 model that can get a full charge from 0 to 100% on the cell is the iPhone 12 mini. The rest of them will all vary in charges. Anywhere from 95, 97, I think the iPhone 12 Pro Max is uh, max of 75%, which is still pretty solid. Um, but seeing as Apple still has not released a battery pack yet, but it is in development, this one being released and sold currently, it's marked as unavailable. They're expecting shipments to start on, the, on March 3rd. But whereas this one is being sold for $40 right now, and Apple's is most likely going to be upwards of $40. I, I think this is quite a fucking move on Anchor's part, especially to beat Apple to the punch. Yep. You know, so it's it's not every day you see Apple kind of get beaten at their own game here. Well, so. they, they've been, they've been, and it could just be that the copyrights have finally expired could and be. they were yeah. able to jump in, but it, Apple has been way behind on this. I mean, this is not an accessory to be behind on mm -hmm. and they're behind on it. So it's weird to and, see them behind. And anchor did have to, to kind of get funky with their naming scheme. So it's a really long, and they've, they've called it. You'll find listings for it as the power core magnetic five K wireless power bank. 
Yeah. But it's compatible with the iPhone 12 and all of the models. So problem solved. Shipments are sub- they're, they're, they're expected to start March 3rd for $40. Yeah, that's Anchor. Uh, kudos. Solid fucking move. Yeah, that's, that's a... <laughs> and my favorite part, not about that necessarily, but with Anchor... When Apple announced that they were going to stop selling or stop including the chargers and the, stuff, the wall wart in the box. Oh, themselves, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anchor went like, hey, we have one that's about the same size, way more power output mm-hmm. and like and cheaper than what Apple is charging. So buy ours. like, all right, cool. Apple just opened the door on other markets for that to exist. Like, hey, yep. you, don't, you don't have a charger now? Buy ours. It's going to be better anyway. Yeah, it'll work. It'll do the thing, and then Apple's going to turn around and be like, well, you didn't use our stuff, so it voids the warranty. That's yep. Yeah, that is a thing that they do. They do it awesome. all the time. That's that's a whole other conversation, but yeah. that's Anchor for you. Sinking Apple, hardcore. Slow clap for Anchor. Fuck you, Apple. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Apple. That's our Weird News of the Week, brought to you by us. Next, we're moving on to... Greg Stockman and Honey. The Stock Minute. Greg Stockman. And today we're going to talk about ETFs. Uh, ETFs. um, Early terminations fees. Yes, exchange-traded funds Ah. are essentially uh, funds that have taken just tons and tons of different stocks together and are now trading publicly on the market. They are generally inexpensive and they don't give you a high yield like some stocks do, but it's usually consistent and it's safe. Do you have any examples of said ETFs? I sure do. I have actually some really good ones for beginners. Oh, good. Yeah. So if you're a beginner, generally, well, starting out, I will say that I, I only own Copen right now. I own Copen as well. I think I do too. That's all I do. It's the only stock that I own. Um, but ETFs are a fun way to take a low risk, moderate reward for your money. When you're investing, don't invest more than 10% of what you have generally in your account or what you can bring in. Um, I say, you know, only invest what you're comfortable losing. Absolutely. Invest like you're going to lose it all. Mm-hmm. But ETFs are really good. And generally, you can't go wrong with the, the Vanguard funds. Uh, and the Vanguard Total World Stock ETF is really good. Uh, and that is ticker VT. Currently, I think it's trading around $80. Uh, but the Total World Stock uh, basically mimics the world economy where the United States, for example, accounts for about 55% of the world stock market. So that ETF is about 55, 56% of U.S. stocks. Gotcha. Um, Japan's about 8%. China's about 5%. So they reflect that. And it's got about a 3% yield throughout a year. And usually, if you can get you know 3 to 5% every year, that's pretty good. Uh, and you can't really do much better than Vanguard. Um, the... Uh, next one is iShares. iShares is also good. iShares is the BlackRock uh, ETF, uh, and this one is for emerging markets. Um, and the emerging markets one is IEMG, which is about $52. And it's a relatively inexpensive portfolio. Probably the riskier part of it, but still it's got a 4%, usually a 3 to 4% uh, yield, um, but also has dividends as well, which companies pay out every quarter um, for shares as well. Um, so the, that iShare is really good. Um, iShare's small cap ETF is also a really good one, IJR. Uh, it's one of the best in small cap, meaning just smaller companies. Gotcha. Uh, in smaller and emerging companies. Um, and it's worth, I think, over $42 billion now. 
uh, in terms of what it shares. Um, and it's got about a 2% um, dividend yield, which is really nice. Um, and so those are the three to look at. So ETFs are really good. If you don't know anything about investing, start with ETFs because you're not at risk of them just plummeting and you losing all your money. Plus, when you invest in an ETF, you can go in and look and see the different stocks in there. And that should give you some research opportunities to learn about those stocks and then maybe put some money in some of those stocks. So it's a good learning opportunity. So it gives you a sort of low risk entry into the market without not, you know, without any kind of high risk or not knowing what you're doing. Um, and they're really diverse. So you, you're not throwing all of your um, chips behind one horse. So that's the stock minute. Great. Right. And as always, that is uh, purely our opinions. Definitely not stock advice in any way, shape, or form. Do with it what you will, but you do your own research first before yeah. you go and, and do anything love along of God. these lines. Great. So that's Nanner News for another week. Nanner News is 21, and Nanner News is going to go drink because it is a sloppy, sloppy whore. It's throwing its Nanner all over the place. Uh-huh. Oh, no. So uh, with that being said, uh, join us this Saturday. Mm. For the riveting finale, hopefully, I think. Yep. To our this time. This it time it is. Be. This time it is the end to D and Deep Dive, where we might actually get out or not, one of you probably will, of the Death House. Oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So uh, we left off last time where you were about to fight the reanimated corpses of the little kids' parents in a room. And so we'll see what happens there. So join us Saturday for that. And then after that, we'll be doing some more shenanigans. 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 <laughs> wow. In one really old, not really known anymore country singer, say goodbye. Um, Shania Twain. Great. Jewel. <laughs> Jewel's not a Willie singer? Nelson. How dare you? Look, I don't. He's the only older country singer I know. Be a country singer? You're going to throw one out there, Greg? Reva McIntyre. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah. That was the worst one yet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>